Hello, Misfits, and welcome back to another week of the podcast. I am Georgie Paul, happy to be your host. And this week is a spur-of-the-moment, unplanned chat with my friend Jackie. We got together to do some vision boards, and if you're not familiar with what that is, they are just, it's basically a visual representation, whether like a Pinterest board on your phone or physical pictures cut out on a poster board of things to remind you of the person you want to be, goals that you're looking to achieve. It's just a visual dreaming board that you put somewhere that you can see and remind yourself. And we started talking and we probably talked 20 minutes before I even hit record, but I just thought we are in this flow state of chatting and it's always positive and uplifting and intellectual. Like when we're, we're talking, we have a lot of conversation We work together once a week, and anytime we're around each other, we both have very introspective, like, mindsets, so the conversation is is always fun. So we laughed a lot, and some positivity and some ideas, we kind of went all over the place, so this is a great episode just to put on when you're driving or cleaning or whatever and feel like you're kind of sitting at the table with us hanging out. So I hope it brings you some type of joy or hope or value which is always my intention with this podcast. I love and appreciate you so much for being here and supporting. If this did bring you value, then if you could share it with your friends or on your social media, I'm always appreciative. Even if it helps one person, it is worth pressing record and uploading to these platforms. So I appreciate you, I love you, and I hope that you enjoy this chat with my friend Jackie. All right, so... Um, Jack and I are sitting here, and, uh, we actually came here to do vision boards. I got pictures cut out. She's got, how many ideas do you have? Um, I've got a whole... Oh my god! I'm not done! I was thinking stuff I'm not gonna read them, just let me see. I was thinking of stuff on my way here. You guys... This is, this doesn't count, but starting, like, She's got a list, so we are meeting here on a Saturday night. What time is it? What time is it? I can't see. Um, 804. 804, yeah. So, on a Saturday night, because we are dreamers. and we Big are, dreamers. Yes, and we, we love, like, deep conversations <laughs> and goals for our life and stuff like this. So, she's got this list. Hashtag Aquarius. Yes! So, <laughs> we're definitely talking about that. And we're... Uh, talking about doing vision boards, which we can talk about and explain to people. I think that'd be great. Well, but that'd be good. but we before we even this is what always happens. We come with one intention. I got pictures, and then and we start snowballs. snowballs into this deep conversation, and we have literally the best conversations ever. I said, you know what? Scrap this. We're gonna <laughs> prop my phone out. I'm recording this on my phone, and we're just gonna talk like we always do. I mean, we could probably do our stuff while we do it, but yeah. Um, We just, we see the world, like, I, my conversations with you, like, I can't wait. We work together some days, Tuesdays. Like, once a week. Once a week. (laughs) And our conversations are so good. Yeah. It's always, it's always intellectual and positive, or at least trying to be positive. Yeah, trying to work out our stuff. (laughs) Trying to get there. (laughs) Trying to, trying to get to the point, but it's like... We've focused so much. We're so, we're both so like we just want to be better. Like we who, want. Who doesn't want to be better? But we're trying to like 
figure it out and like, figure attack out it. the whys and the hows and the, <laughs> you know, what are the steps? <laughs> but I think a lot of people aren't, they're just, like, not even thinking about it. Like, I feel like that's where a lot of depression and stuff comes, like, because... I think it's really easy to get stuck in a routine. Yeah. <clears throat> like, okay, I gotta get up, I gotta get the kid up, I gotta get the kid ready, I gotta take the kid A to B to C, mm-hmm. I gotta do my little clean in here and pick up that, and, mm-hmm. and then you you go to work, and then you pick up the kid, or you help the kid with something, it's like, boom, ba boom, ba boom, and you get so caught up in doing all the things that you're like, well, this is life now. <laughs> yeah. So you had four in a row? Four kids, okay. two girls, then two boys. So tell me, like, a crazy age. So, like, which I when think, one of them was five. I think they all... Like, have, what were their ages? They all have different... And Cynthia was five. How old was everybody else? So Cynthia was five, Sam was seven, and then Jamarcus would have been two, and then Keaton would have been one. Okay. So what I hear is survival. Yes, survival <laughs> mode. So that's what I'm saying. So who you are now and, and like, the way that you're attacking, how old are you? I'm 42. Okay, so who you are now and the way that you're attacking all of this, do you feel like you were even almost capable of thinking to this extent then? No, I think, I think your whole life is a process. Mm-hmm. A whole process of... Figuring shit out, getting your shit together, mm-hmm. and doing what you got to do to survive. Yeah. I'm just like... And and hopefully you get to a point where you're like, hey, I've got some dreams, and I want to achieve them. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes you get stuck in that routine, and you're like, you know, I got to put that dream on a shelf. Maybe I'll get to it. Maybe I'll figure that out down the road. But right now, I got to do this A, B, C, D, E. <laughs> yeah. And I think if you're not careful, though, you could put it on the shelf until you never get to it. And forget about it. Yeah. Because it it's dusty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's so many different stages of life because it's like, I feel like we also bring an interesting dynamic because I'm 25, but it's like the same fog. Like when I had Ari, I feel like I didn't think of life. To, like right now I'm very like life big, like trying to understand myself what happened when I was five like visions of the future it's like for a few years like you said I was like I gotta feed this baby I'm trying to get healthy I'm trying to get my body back I'm trying to work towards my business goals like I was still goal focused but I feel like you said with the way that your life is a process things are shifting and I feel like a lot of people listening to this you could have one of these shift moments at any point in time. You don't have to wait till your kids are 18 to have a and shift moment. And it's never too late. Like, yeah. there were certain things where I was like, well, I'm just not the right age anymore. And it's like, or I'm not I'm not in the right position. No, don't think that way. Yeah, because like, what, so what's, you're supposed to just give up. die now? You're supposed like, to. This is how it is. This is how it is. If you, you know what, I need to, but, if I, we were using my phone, I would Google because I read this this article one time and it was all this list of people that like so and so didn't even I forget somebody's gonna have to look it up for me but like the KFC guy didn't even start this thing till he's like 56 so. yeah or, or I've seen those lists yeah like, JK Rowling didn't write yeah she was like in her 40s but and she yeah. started like on napkins and stuff didn't she yeah she was uh she had food stamps for the kids and now she's one of the richest persons yeah 
What is your crystal? Um, it's just a, it's just pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I love we started this conversation with we're very intellectual, so she's got this crystal, no, and I'm like, okay, no, lay it on me. I I love crystals, and I love how they have meanings, and they help you focus on certain things. But this one is like a cheat because. <laughs> Also, both of our favorite colors are blue, so there's that. Joanne fabric, so somebody made it. It's it's beautiful. It's a perfect shape. I just love it. I grabbed it. (laughs) To me, how about it? Just I'm just gonna make up a story for it. It means empowerment. Yeah, and it's blue. Yeah, it's my favorite color. Yes, it's me too. (laughs) So let's talk about. Let's go to our Aquarius talks. Okay, but first, real quick, I just want to say, in all fairness, that there is more information out there. I'm sure there there was information when I was younger, but it's more easily accessible. Yes, because I wish I would have known half this. I mean, obviously I'm older and wiser, but <clears throat> I just wish that there was some kind of more information then to try to like better myself or have more motivation and stuff. Because it seems like it's so much easier. Like there's apps like you turn on your phone and there's like. Hey, Positive me, yeah. Books. Like then it was podcasts. just like, well, <laughs> yeah. Like you go through something like, what the hell? It's like, well, I guess we're this. I'm just gonna figure this out on my own. And also, there was a culture of like, don't talk about it. Yes, don't talk about it. Anything. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. Don't talk about anything bad that's happening. Don't talk about something being cheated on. Don't yeah. talk about depression. Nothing. Nothing. Just do it. Just, just freaking suffer. Just suffering in the 90s. Just suck it up. Suck it up. I laughed so hard. Did I? Were you there when I showed you that thing about the milk? I don't think so. I didn't. There's this TikTok that I laughed my head off, and I just had to bring it up because I said the 90s. This guy was like... This, oh, guy, this guy on TikTok goes... Guys, this just occurred to me. I don't know where it came from. He's like... We were just slamming milk in the 90s. He was like, like straight white milk, just glasses of white milk to the face. There was commercial <laughs> ads for it. It was like, I forget how the slogan went, but there was like, there was a magazine, like every magazine had a picture of some celebrity with a white mustache. Yes. It was like spaghetti. Let me explain the 90s to you. Spaghetti and a big glass of white milk. My dad wouldn't even let me leave the table, but it was just, that TikTok was so funny, because I love when you don't have any, I mean, that is the randomest thing. He's like, this just came to me. We were just slamming milk in the 90s, just everybody, gallon of milk a day. Milk was good for you. Yeah, I my dad made me drink a cup of it every single night. I don't remember being forced to ever drink it, and I'm thankful. <laughs> they give that to baby cows to gain weight. Um, it's like that scene in the Mean Girls movie when she's eating those bars and she thinks that it's... it's Milk belongs to cows and we are not cows. So I want to know what human back in the day was like, hmm, I want to drink what's coming out of that animal. I don't know. I mean, we make milk, so maybe they it, thought this is just the okay, next Okay, but best. why would you think I'm... A human, I should drink an animal's milk. I was, I'm so disgusted by milk to this day that I never gave it to Ari. Like, I nursed for a year, and then when he turned a year old, I, like, I'm gonna have people come for me for this, but I literally swooned As soon as he's allowed to have water, I gave him Herbalife Formula One. I was like, here. I'm like, look, look at the things. Milk is, is, uh, dairy and sugar. Yeah. 
And I'm like, this shake's got 25 vitamins and minerals. You can put that in your oatmeal. And when you get milk, like, out of a gallon, there's, like, a very small amount that's actually milk. It's, like, so much crap in there. Yeah, so, if nothing else, I hope you guys quit drinking milk after this podcast. If you get anything from this, yes, I am anti-milk. Yes, we hate milk here. (laughs) We hate milk. Okay, so... Aquarius. Aquarius. So... Are you the? I think you're the one that started this in me. Yeah. I think you're the one that started this conversation. We were we were talking about birthdays, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, my birthday is close to that." And yeah. And I was like, "Are you an Aquarius?" And you're like, "What's that?" And then the next three weeks, we <laughs> spent our time talking about. You should pull up your. You got your phone. So, what are what's our um, reading? I just think this is so interesting. Like one of my favorite things to do is like read about it and get into it. And I think a lot of people think it's, like, voodoo, weird. It's it's, it's actually pretty scientifically explained. Mine is accurate. Yeah, it's very accurate. Okay, so tell me what you know about it. Okay, so... What What do you know about the astrological signs? Let me pull it up so I don't say anything wrong. You know what? If you do, I already warned them when in my intro to this podcast when I started. I said, I'm going to say things that make people mad. I'm going to say things that aren't true. If I'm going to be talking for hours at a time on here, just buckle up because I'm not going to like, I'm not going to sit here and like think about every single thing that's going to come out of my mouth because that's just going to be stressful. So this is just us having a conversation. It may or may not be accurate. All right. What's the internet say? Because you know the internet's true if it's on the internet. (laughs) It's on Google for God's sake. Basically, it's where the stars and the planets are aligned at the time of your birth, is what zodiacs are. So, there's different zodiac signs. So, we are born at the time when Aquarius is ruling the planet. As they should. And but you have that that's our zodiac sign. Then you also have a moon sign. So if you type in like your birthday, what time you were born, and where you were born, it will align with where the moon was and tell you another sign. And then there's another then level that, of air, water. Yeah. So we're a air sign. And here's the thing that's mind blowing to me: the people that are like puzzle piece. I want to be around, like, connect so good are all air signs to me. Yeah. Like, my friends. Like, my closest girlfriends, like, you guys, like, air signs are... Because we kind of are on the same ideas and same mm-hmm. wavelengths. There's so many things connecting. Like, pull up... Let's read, like, a- Aquarius, like... okay. Well, there's... Okay, I want to do, like, <clears throat> so this is more like the overview, so it's saying, like, it's a, uh, Zodiac is a belt-shaped region of the sky that extends, like, all these things, but I'm just going to go constellations. Yeah. So I'm going to go into the actual, like, Aquarius. I like, yes, I like reading the things. So, so I you, know for sure the things that stand out about me that are true to Aquarius is, being creative and having an open mind and wanting to do work that helps somebody or helps others, um, being conscious of the planet and wanting to be um, 
eco-friendly and earth-friendly, like, all those kind of humanitarian things. Yeah, and I think the thing that connects us most is, like, you're somebody that I've found a way to explain the open-mindedness that I have, because I've always just been, I don't hate anybody, and I feel like some people get into this mood where they hate people, like, even people that probably deserve to be hated. I can't. I, think I don't. Hate is a wasted energy, and I think that we're all humans, and we're all trying to figure it out. And people don't do things like, for the most part, people don't do things with the intent of being yes. terrible. They're doing things that make sense to them. Yes, people do what makes sense, and that's like my favorite quote. I said, <laughs> "People do what makes sense to them, guys." So if you're sitting here. And you're just racking your brain. Like, you don't know why this person did this to you. You don't know why this person treats you this way. They're doing what makes sense to them. And they're operating out of their own insecurities. And we've talked about... Plus, everybody... I'm sorry. Go! Everybody has their own story. So, Mm -hmm. like, maybe you don't know... uh, You know, what, what they went through that day or that year. Or, you know, something tragic in their life. Or things that they're dealing with that they grew up with. Or some kind of trauma they're trying to figure out or something that hurt them that made them lash out. Like, usually they say if somebody's being a bully, hurt people hurt people. Yes. So they've been hurt, so that's how they know how to react or how to treat other people. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're like, oh, I'm evil and I want to be evil to you. Yeah. It's just how they're going through life. And, what and I do sense. feel like there's some people that are empathetic to the point of their own destruction. Like... You can be empathetic the way that we're saying, but there are people that I do feel like I will always love you, but I get to love you from over here. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's, you have, you have to still stand up for yourself. Like, it's not like that, but it's like, you can still love people even though they have absolutely no, nothing. And this goes, but it's the same way that we feel about different, like, we just different, like, sexual orientation or... You know, all of these things, it's just, there's no, re like, the, when people start attacking a certain groups of people or something like that, like, I don't understand that. And I know that's, like, a human nature thing. It's, like, a protect your kind. I can't comprehend back. hating somebody because of something that they are. Yeah. Like, to me, if you're doing something that makes sense to you, makes you happy, and it's not hurting somebody else... Why the F is it any of my business? And why the F am I going to be bothered by it? Yep. But a lot of people are, Jackie. I'd rather be a congratulator than a Hop on the internet. (laughs) I mean. Oh, I know. It's horrendous. But, I mean, that sentence of the hurt people hurt people, it's like if you can adopt that, the amount of peace that you just gain, because it's like they are not lashing out at me because of anything that I'm doing. Like, for example, if people are hating on you for... Imagine if you posted your art or something and people were like, You suck, Jackie. It'd be like... Especially, like, you talked about us being creative. I I took on the mindset, because I post a lot of content. Like, I have a lot of things I want to do. Clearly, you're listening to this podcast. Like, I have so many, like, creative ideas. Like, I'm going to write a book eventually. That's something I want to do. And there's going to be people that say things about it or criticize or whatever, but the thing that changed my life is when people said, I I don't know where I heard it, book, 
could have been a freaking Instagram meme. Who knows? Yeah. This has been changing my life lately. Sometimes you just need to read a word and you're like, you know what? I like that. I'm sticking like with that. that resonates. Yes, but like um, someone doing more than you will never criticize you. So it's like another artist would never be like, you freaking suck. And if they do, they got some mad insecurities in their own self. The the thing that re- that really changed the way I thought about things was once you understand that what other people think of you is none of your business. It's so hard though. It 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 sounds it's easier said than done, but once it's easier can, said than done. But once you can really accept that and know that, what can bother you? Exactly. Like, you are what matters. Like, your opinion is what matters for you. I gotta tell you, my heart, my breath, my breath, I just, I just lost my heart because I thought you were about to go in on me about all the issues I've had with this. When you were like, you, I thought you were gonna be like, she's about to tell you guys. You are you. who matters about what you I are doing. Like you, let's talk about you and your need for people to like you. No, well, I'm damn saying Jackie. Pretty much the opposite. I'm I, know. Saying I know. You are the one who matters about what you think. But here's what's interesting about us: like we are very self-aware people, and we spend a lot of time working on our self-awareness. So it's okay if you feel some of these things or whatever, but, like, digging and digging and digging to figure out where it's coming from. Like, why do I, why am I a people pleaser? And, like, I think I talked about this a little bit on the episode with Tina, but it's, like, why do I need people to love me so much? And it's, like, I'm getting so much better at it. It's insane. Like, literally day by day I see it expand and, like, grow out of it and I'm getting to that point. But it's, like, it all goes back to... You know, what happened when you were five? Like, this five-year-old version of yourself that you were trying to please people and trying to please your parents. and, and A lot of our development comes from when we were little and how people acted around us and what we learned from that. Because we're always learning, especially at a younger age. That's how you know, like, oh, this is how I'm supposed to act or this is how I'm supposed to react. But uh, also the culture right now, like, you get on your phone and there's at least a handful of apps for you to get on and post something and see if somebody liked it. Yes. So it's constantly that validation and mm-hmm. you're, you're like kind of teaching yourself. And I also grew up in this. Like, yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. Like, like I had an Instagram account. Growing like, up. Yeah. Like Instagram is so crazy to me because I was one of the first people like in my friend group or whatever that was super interested in it. Like I've always loved pictures and whatever. And when I first downloaded Instagram, I remember like I've I've since deleted them. So don't take three hours and go back. But like the first like eight posts, I thought Instagram was just like a place to edit photos. So I'd have like eight of the same photo with the different four filters that they had on it. (laughs) Like I had no concept of the fact that this was something posted that other people could see because I watched the internet. I watched social media happen, basically, yeah. from 14 to where it's at now. is insane. And my generation is a very interesting one, and I like talking to you because you have a little bit different. You grew up differently. So it's like my generation is like the last. We were the last ones that got a childhood without it. Yeah. And that's, like, really interesting to me. It's, like, we kind of have the... I grew up, like, with the comeback when the streetlights were on summers, but then had a cell phone 
in eighth grade. So it's, yeah. like, very weird to me. Like, we had, like, I had video games and stuff like that, but it was nothing like we had the... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows exactly what I was talking about. I remember playing this game on like this Disney Channel thing and my mom being like, Get off the computer, I gotta call like you couldn't be on both yeah. at the same time. So I grew up in that. But then now like it's obviously I mean, you might as well just sew this into our bodies at this point. Like it's And your phone does literally everything. Like all the things. It's, it's a calculator, it's a pl- daily planner, it's um Everything, everything. You know that Cardi, you know that Cardi B thing where she's like, you know, I'm glad you brought it up because I've been waiting to talk about it for a hot minute. This is my story <laughs> with the calendar or with the calculator. I'm okay. sorry. I had a teacher that was a jerk, yeah. and um, she was just on me. I could not get this. Like math was not my thing, and it's another interesting thing. I feel like you're either creative, like I was like. English, social studies, whatever, or your math, science, whatever. I was always writing and all that stuff, and I was like, forget this. I don't understand this at all. And she's like, do you think you're just going to be able to walk around with a calculator in your pocket? Yes! (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Please come back. This is for you if you're listening to that teacher because I have a calculator at all times of the day and also an encyclopedia and also anything I need and I've built my entire business and any knowledge I have from Googling things and reading books that I found on the internet. Yeah. And good night. And good day. (laughs) And good day. I'm glad you brought it up because I've been waiting to talk about (laughs) it. That's all I can think of. Okay. Here we go. I've been trying to find one that's not, like, just paragraphs. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> While some Aquarians are quiet and gentle, others are exuberant and energetic. See you and I. <laughs> I'm the first in the last. Yes. That said, even these two different types of people share many of the same inner qualities. For one, an Aquarius loves to spend time deep in thought. That's basically all we do, Um, especially when it pertains to matters of society. The world is their oyster, and they want to do whatever they can to improve it and help others within it. Save the world! Welcome to the Misfit Podcast. (laughs) Um, This is where their humanitarian side comes into play. Jackie's the humanitarian award always. Um, They long to initiate positive change and an essential quality of, and then it goes into, like, the planet. Um... Mental stimulation is one of the main keys to happiness for Aquarians. Without it, they quickly become bored and uninterested. They also need plenty of alone time to think and recharge. Yes. Yes. So true. This is why sometimes at the Nutrition Club, if you come in for a shake, you will be there for an hour because I will latch on to you and ask you about your deepest hopes and dreams. (laughs) And demand that you say something positive about today. Yes, and sometimes, um, what sometimes this part that confuses me is like, this kind of helped me understand how much I do love being alone, and I do love like, it's Saturday night, right? Like most people are like, let's go out, let's go watch. I'm like, let's get a notebook and <laughs> think about our lives and talk about what we can do in the future. Not that I don't like to go out and have fun and whatever, but, like, this, like, so recharges me. Um, 
But then I thought... I think it's a balance, though. Yeah. Like, I like to be social and talk to people and have fun, but I also need to have that time away and just be really thoughtful and yeah, deep. Because people are always like, you're for sure an extrovert. And I'm like, I am an introvert with extrovert energy because an introvert and an extrovert is just where you get your energy. It doesn't mean that you can't use that energy in a different way, but where you get it has to be alone. Like, yeah. I have to, like, be able to think and and go through things and stuff like that. Um, being an Aquarius usually means being original and a little eccentric. <laughs> Jackie pointed to her blue hair and I just looked at my soul as a person because it's talking about uniqueness and creativity. Like, literally, my podcast name is called The Misfit Podcast because that's how I feel. I've always felt like a misfit in my life. And I've had... Like, four or five people reach out to me because I talked about that in an episode. And they were like, you felt like a misfit? Like, what? Like, you felt like you didn't fit in? I don't understand that, like, from the outside. But it's, like, just the way that I see things and think and, like, groups, like, groups of girls and stuff like that. I've always just been, like, the oddball over here. Like, a little bit on the outside. Yeah, like, I've been included, but I'm always kind of just, like... Yeah, you guys think I'm crazy with everything I say. You know, it's just like, <laughs> I always have a weird opinion. Um, even if it makes them stand away, stand out from others in a slightly odd or unconventional way, this quality tends to draw them towards anything new, interesting, or out there, such as edgy fashion, <laughs> me, <laughs> sci-fi fantasy, you. And so basically, you are having... The 50-50 of Aquarius is here. Jackie is one half, and I am the other. <laughs> like, the things I don't really have, like, you have, and vice versa. It's just kind of like... And I think that's where your moon sign comes in, to, like, mm. really narrow down to your characteristic. Okay, so this one's cool. Positive Aquarius traits. And if you guys aren't Aquariuses, one, you can listen from the <clears throat> space of, like, th- people in your life. But two looking into your own and for me it helps understand people so for example if I let's say I'm like I have a a Capricorn or what's another one I don't know that's just something that came in my head Taurus okay whoever you have in your life literally a quick google search and reading (laughs) about them you could have there could be things they do that just completely offset you like Yeah, like, there's people that are connected, there's people that understand each other, and there's people that don't, and it doesn't mean that you can't, so, like, if you're for, like, if your co-worker is, figure out, like, hey, what sign are you? And then you read things, you can be like, oh, well. That's why. Yeah, maybe they just, like, really need to communicate in this way. Like, I've had to tell people that, like, we've worked with our strengths and stuff. It's funny, we had a leadership meeting last night, and it's like, me and two other people in this group, it's, like, a pretty big group, but there's only, like, two or three of us that have these, a couple of these strengths that are extremely direct and, like, action-based, and it's, like, we have, like, a, we got to get it done right now. Like, that is the way our brain works, and one of mine is command, so, like, like when I speak, it's, it's, like, straight to the point, and a lot of times people listen to me, but then there's, like, all these overuses where it's, like, that might be why a lot of people initially think I'm a bitch before they meet me because it's like they've only seen this side where I look 
intimidating is intimidation is one of the overuses of it or whatever Mm. and it's like once you meet me like I have all this Aquarius love and kindness or whatever but the way that I the way that I naturally communicate is intense and direct and I, I take up a lot of space so multiple times over and over and over and over and over in my life people might look at me one way and then I'll get a Hey, I just got to tell you, I really thought you were a, you were a bitch before I met you. And then now I've been around you, you know, I just, I'm sorry for thinking that, <laughs> you know? So it's like, insert whatever it is for whoever you're talking to. You might think, like, for the long time, I was like, well, Jackie doesn't talk. Like, Jackie's quiet, whatever. Like, no, Jackie just needed space to, like, feel comfortable around me to the point where we could talk all the time. Because how many years did I know you and we didn't speak? Yeah. It's been a few. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, because when you just being around, like, Amber and the wedding and stuff, but it's, we can be introverted at times. I'm very quiet and observant, and I'm not, I'm not the, like, overspoken one. I'm more, like, <coughs> taking it all in mm-hmm. and observing and mm-hmm. people watching, I guess, but, yeah. like, I, I'm a deep thinker, so sometimes... You might not want to hear what I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> but. Or I might not know that you want to know what I have to say. Yeah, but now that we've gotten closer, it's like, you know that I want to hear it. So yeah. So it's like, like you're ooh, not going to hurt my feelings. Ooh, let's talk. Yeah. And we're both like, but a little bit. Yeah, once you can get to the point with somebody where there's a trust. Comfortable. Yes, once you have like a, a safe trust where it's like. I can tell you my genuine deep feelings about this and it doesn't change my opinion of you because I always have an open mind, but this is how I feel. Like, Miranda's, like, my best friend. She just did that for me. Like, I love you. You're not, you're not going, I'm not going anywhere, whatever. Like, this is my feelings, but this is not going to change, you know, my feelings towards you. And I'm not saying that these feelings can't change, but this is where I'm at. I'm always going to be in the best interest of you, so you need, like... That's, that's hard to find. That's yes. Real but that's hard to find. There's a lot of these relationships and like we were talking about why do we have all these hard relationships with females, with partners, with whatever and if you're like, well, it all starts back. <laughs> all starts back communication. with communication. No, like how we grew up. And... Well, yeah, but I'm saying I think communication is uh is for whatever reason a difficult thing. And It's because of this. Because the way that we naturally are, everyone's brains are working differently. So there's people that you click and understand so well because we are thinking and doing the same thing. There are, whether you're talking about signs or when you're born or whatever, there's people who do not deep think and yeah. they they don't do that. Like, yeah. They don't deep analyze everything. Those are people that are like, why are you so worried about that? And you're like, because I've been overthinking it for six weeks. And I almost said somebody's name that said I almost said somebody's name that always was like, "Why do you care about that? Why are you thinking about that?" And I'm like, "Cause I overthink things to death. I've been I've been figuring out every single scenario that could possibly happen and and stress it. And then some people are like, "Chill, like why they didn't that? That's just how my brain works. Yeah, but it's great to be around those people because sometimes they're like." Did they say that? Or are you thinking that they feel that way? And you're like, like, oh my god, I have no reason to think that. I've literally created this whole scenario in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so the first one was a visionary. Second one was intelligent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Aquarius is highly intelligent. Um, they get lost in thought while analyzing something and trying to identify potential solutions to problems. See? Potential solutions to problems that haven't even happened yet. So, again, I feel like with everything that you're gifted, because I feel like everyone is gifted oh, yeah. at birth. Absolutely. With everything you're gifted, you have to figure out how to utilize the strengths and minimize the weaknesses of what you're given. Yes. But I think I think that there's so many things that come into play. Okay. Tell me more about that. Um, so, like, what if somebody encouraged you and said, oh, my gosh, wow, what you're doing? That's amazing. Like, keep doing that. And, like, bing, bing, giving you these plus things and then so you do more and you work at it and you keep working at like anything you have to work at something to get better Mm -hmm. but at the same time if somebody you cared about instead of encouraging you was like oh why are you even wasting your time with that Mm -hmm. then you're gonna start being like oh well why am I doing yeah maybe they're right maybe this is not my thing Mm -hmm. and you don't work on it and you don't get better and better at it because you're not working on it so now, oh, yeah. Now you end up doing something else that doesn't Your life you... turns into a freaking mess, or it turns awesome. Like, I... And, and who's to say, maybe there is something out there that you're more talented at, or just as talented at, and you're able to work on that, hopefully. But what if that was your thing that really gave you fire and passion, mm-hmm. and now you're just miserable because it's missing from your life? I agree with that. When I said gifts, I was thinking more like these things, like oh. I've been thinking about. But I do agree with that, and it's funny you're talking about this because I just the universe is so weird to me because I listen to such a random array of things. Like I'll see something somewhere, or I randomly click on this or whatever, and they were just having this conversation. It was a Joe Rogan episode with um I forget the comedian's name, but she was talking about. I mean, she grew up with. I mean, her parents were a freaking train wreck dumpster fire and she just talked about I forget what it was that she was like so freaking good at and she's like I would have been so good at that if I had like an ounce of encouragement like it was crazy they were talking about that because she basically in and out of every kind of drugs or whatever she's 40 something now and is clean now for like the last eight years but this started when she was like 17 like she just her life has been a freaking train wreck yeah and talking about like who if anybody gives you encouragement, like, that's, like, the one of the biggest problems across the whole freaking, I mean, U.S. or the world, basically, is so many kids and then young people are growing up in these environments where they don't have parents or people that are encouraging them. Or even just being kind. Be yeah. freaking kind. Mm-hmm. Be fucking kind. Mm-hmm. What's it going to hurt you to be kind? Like, it's going it, to... Like, better that person and you instead of being nasty and, like, lowering the vibration for both of you. If so many more people would just have patience and be more kind and communicate, the world would be so much better. But that takes awareness. That takes people getting out of their own selfish needs. And sometimes it's like you're just so focused and worried about yourself, but it's like... If you take a minute, even the fact that we're having this conversation brings awareness to somebody to be like, something you say to somebody today that you're listening to this, something random that you do or say could totally change the course of somebody else's life. Yeah. Like, it has happened for me, people that 
don't even remember a conversation. Exactly. There's a stranger somewhere that is doing better because of something you said to them exactly. on a certain day. Exactly. Even if it was like, you know, if you think something. Like, if you're like, oh my gosh, I love that girl's hair. Why don't you just say, hey, I love your hair. Because literally that might be the first. Maybe her husband sucks. Maybe nobody's exactly. told her she looked great ever in, like, years, and, and you said that and, like, totally gave her the confidence to, like, keep working on herself. Yeah. Or, like, for me, in my um, business, like, we were at a one of my first events, so I was, I probably just turned 18, and I was, like, wanting to do Herbalife, and I believed in it a lot, but I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, I come from this small town, I don't have any resources, like... I believe, like, I would say, oh, I'm going to do this, but I don't think that I had the actual belief that it was, I could be somebody that could actually make it, quote unquote, Mm. or do it, just because the limiting beliefs of what I had already, and I didn't have a big vision at that point, and they, like, the guest speaker had everybody, like, raise their hands about customers they got, and he randomly pulled me up on stage, and it's now... Now I have, I know him, but at the time I didn't, he was just a random guest speaker and funny how things align, but he told the room, there's a couple hundred people in the room and he asked me a couple questions on stage and I couldn't even like make eye contact with people. I was like hiding. There's like a picture of me like turning my body to the side. He kept maneuvering my body. Because I couldn't even, I was like, oh my God. And and when I was leaving, I was walking off the stage. He had me share with my customers or whatever. He said, you see that girl? And I, I might have been 17, 18, whatever. And she's like, she's going to be an intergalactic prison team member. And that's, prison team is the top 1% of the company. And I bawled my eyes out, like, going to my seat. And I have in a journal, like, it's, like, making me emotional talking about it. I have in a journal, um, thank Christopher Reese when I reached president's team. Because he had nothing to do with me. He didn't make money off me. He didn't know me from Adam. But he, because he said that one thing. I put a spark in It literally gave me belief that I could do this. And I am a president's team member. And I was in Hawaii with him. And saw him in Hawaii and on a vacation. And I said, like, I have in a journal to thank Christopher Reese when I reached President's team because, like, you literally changed my life by saying that. And he didn't even remember the conversation. Right. That's the thing. It's like, he, I didn't need that. I didn't need him being like, yeah, I remembered you. You were going to be a star. It was just something he said. He yeah. might have felt it for a second or maybe whatever, but... The fact he said that, it was, like, the first time somebody had saw something for me. And it's, like, one of my biggest freaking intentions, excuse me, in life is to do that for as many people as I can come across. It's not fake. It's not, like, just saying, oh, you're going to be great. But it's, like, when I see something, like, you know, the Christian that came into the nutrition club, when he was, like, showing me his music or whatever... I believed that the music was good. Yeah. So I asked him for his autograph, and I put it up on the wall, and I don't know if that meant anything to him or not, but I believed that. So maybe that would be something that could... Impacted Yeah, could. Yeah. Or if not, who... Like, what did that hurt me to do that? Yeah, exactly. It's like when you are genuinely see things, 
in people, like to to inspire them because I think you hit it on the head. The encouragement is like needed. It's one of my biggest goals to be inspiring because I think it's so important to just feel good and and share that with people. Like mm-hmm. what what else could you achieve better than that? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, I feel good, you feel good, we feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but you're fulfilling yourself yeah. too. And something that's so interesting to me about what well, we just had a conversation about we're doing this dream board is I've done all these dream boards over the years and it's like vision and I have this book sitting here, this um Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. He has in here like a a vision casting thing and you basically write on a card things you're gonna have but like as if you've already had it and a lot of people go back and forth with ideas of like manifesting and they're like blah blah blah. It's like no, writing on a piece of paper, I'm going to have this, doesn't do it. But what it does is it reminds you, and you're, like, staying focused on it, like you said, instead of putting it up on the putting top. Away on the shelf yes. for a while. Putting it away on the shelf, you're reminding yourself to stay focused. Your on mindset is so important, and when you're focusing, like, all these tools, what they're really doing is just making you focus on it, helping mm-hmm. you focus on that thing. And the more you focus on it, the more your vibration is on that level and you're going to attract it. It is the law of attraction. It is all those things. There's so many ways of ordering it, but the main thing is you're focusing on that thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to come to you. Yeah. It's yours. Because you're watching. Because you're focusing on that, you're your actions, you. Yeah. you have to take action. But what I thought was interesting is the fact that I've done this a lot over the years and the way that I'm seeing it has shifted so much even in this last like year, two years or whatever is instead of like this car and this house or whatever, it's like things that I'm putting on here are representing the kind of life I want to live because I've noticed, I've learned from my mistakes and I've learned it's like certain things or whatever never ever will make you happy and I'm trying to like figure out when am I the happiest like when am I the happiest and it's like one of my biggest purposes is you know making somebody's day better that's why I'm so obsessed with the nutrition club because it's like even if I am saying some silly joke or whatever but pulling them out of some type of feeling that they're having for that day and then giving them the belief that they can do something because who else is doing that for them yeah you know I think it's it's been a long, hard lesson, but I'm finally where I can say that I know my happiness comes from me. Like, I can't depend on somebody or something for that. I have to be my biggest cheerleader. I have to know I'm a goddess, and I need to treat myself that way. I want... If there was a goddess sitting next to me, I'm not going to be like, oh, let's feed her junk and let's, who cares, let's tell her her stuff is crap. No, I'm going to congratulate her and tell her how great of a job she's doing and want her to be healthy. So why can't I make that me? Like, I need to be that for me and know that my main focus needs to be me and then I can help everybody else. It's just like when you're on an airplane and they tell you, Take the air to yourself first before you mm-hmm. help somebody else because you have to help you first. And I think that's really 
important for everybody to learn. And I think it's also really important to share it. I think you having that figured out, I know you're always working on yourself. I think it's a never-ending process. Of course, never, <laughs> never-ending. But I believe that that is why you can so freely love other people. Because if you were hating yourself, which you probably have very many times. Oh, we yeah. We talk about that. Like, every... I don't think there's a woman that could say, I've never hated, I've never myself. hated myself. Like, if there's, some, there's something freaking taught <laughs> to us that causes that. It's, like, unlearning. I feel like my last five years has been a, a unlearning mm-hmm. things that were drilled into my head. Mm-hmm. But... If you can figure out how to love yourself for who you are, then you don't have room to be judging and hating on other people because it's it's an insecurity. Like yeah. it's an insecurity of you're judging the way that they look or what they're doing or whatever because if you have full abundant love for yourself, you don't those thoughts don't even come to you. Like you don't have hatred for somebody else you wouldn't want to tear somebody else down you right. wouldn't make fun of somebody else like the whole this goes back to the hurting i don't i don't know because i know i can say i'm definitely not perfect by far but there were times when i did not care for myself very much and i still wouldn't want anybody else to feel that way mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it would never be like tearing uh, i'm not gonna say never never say never of course but I, w- I can't pinpoint a time where I'd be like oh I'm gonna make them feel bad and make myself feel better yeah but um I think another lesson was that I learned is like you have to believe in yourself and you have to be your own cheerleader because like what if you're doing your best and you're not thinking you're doing your best so you let somebody else do it and maybe they maybe they're okay but they're not in your eyes that level you were trying to hold yourself to. But they're making it. They're happy. They're making money off of it because they're willing to do it. They're putting themselves out there. And why Why can't that be you? Mm-hmm. Why are you going to let somebody else be mediocre and surpass you when you felt like you had this high standard? Just do the thing. Mm-hmm. Do the thing that makes you feel good, that makes you feel alive, and gives you passion. Yeah. Whether it's art or a business or whatever it is people everybody has dreams everybody wanted to do something and a lot of people aren't doing that's the thing is I think sometimes we have this conversation people are like well I don't want to build a business and do the things you're talking about well was your dream to like work with dogs or something and then you didn't ever do it like what what did you want to do I think back when you were a kid like maybe not a tiny kid when you wanted to be a superhero. But, like, it, there's superheroes in real life. Yeah. But there were stages of your life where you're, like, really interested in something. And then you just gave it up for this reason or that reason. But what if that's the thing that really... When you were little, did you paint? I don't remember painting. What did you do? I remember doodling. You talked a lot about I remember, music. I remember singing all the time and wanting to have a better voice singing. <laughs> 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 but I always liked artistic kind of stuff. Like, I loved taking pictures and having, like, that memory. And I loved singing and I loved doodling and I, I loved other paintings. I definitely admired 
lots of different painters and how they made art and made you look at things a different way. I was always, I guess that's like a little bit of everything that I mentioned because it helps you see things from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. It's like imagination. Yeah. And when you walk it back, I was just doing this the other day because I've never correlated the two. Like I was thinking about what am I doing with my career right now? What are my goals? What are my visions? And then like things I want to do. And it's like, okay, let's walk it all the way back because I had this conversation with somebody. And it's like, I had this revelation the other day. Like, when the first, like, actual job I said that I wanted was my plan, and I went to one semester of college and dropped out. My plan was to be a teacher. And it's like, I feel like I am a teacher. You are, yeah. I'm teaching people health and nutrition, and, like, I want to be able to teach people and you know this kind of stuff like that's a a lot of the things I have that I want to do I'm basically learning and living to teach like I talk a lot about here are the things that I've messed up right now like here's the things that I've not done well here's how I'm improving it like I'm so I want to learn so much but then I think about the other parts of my personality and the other things I want to do and like you said I was when I asked you my mind flashback I'm like what did I do And everything that I did as a child was literally centered around being a freaking performer. Like I wanted, I, I wanted people's attention to make them, like I wanted to make people laugh or I wanted to entertain them. So I was either singing and doing ballet or I was trying to like make jokes or I was trying to dance. Like I would have these little like ballet recitals. I used to sing at the t-ball or baseball game. Like... I always joke and I'm like, my life is a movie. And then I look at myself and it's like, well, no wonder I freaking have 6,000 Instagram posts because (laughs) I wanted to be like a star and I'm not a star at all. Like I'm not, you You know, I'm not a freaking movie star or whatever, but I'm actually living. I am proud to say that I'm living and working towards the person that I've always been. Like I've always been somebody that wanted to make people's lives better and happier and perform and like teach and And I'm doing those things yeah now there's a lot of different ways that I want to step into that and get better in that but I think the reason that I started asking all these questions is because I am very fulfilled in the work that I do and a lot of people aren't a lot of people don't get the privilege to be happy in what they're doing and it's like some of it comes from you have to actually make effort. Like, I didn't get to do these things without freaking working my face off. Like, yes. like I'm so happy sitting here making this podcast with you, and I'm not attached to the fact if two or two million people listen to it. Because I want to create content, and even the one person that messages me and was like, that was so helpful to me, like, that, could, that person's life could change because of... Uh, me putting my art out there so that's the same way with you like when you're talking about your painting and stuff it's like somebody that could change for but the what I really want to talk about when you were going into all that I've listened to so many interviews with so many celebrities and successful people and I've never heard one of them say that they didn't have the imposter syndrome whether they were an author or they were like the biggest movie star ever 
almost every single person has an imposter syndrome no matter how good they are. So the imposter syndrome is what stops a lot of people from putting out the art because it's like, I'm not... I'm not, not good enough. Yes. That's, you're gonna, what? No. Who do I think I am? Yeah. Like, like when I, I've, I've had this podcast equipment for two years. And the, this thing that spins in your head is like, who do I think I am? Who's gonna listen to a podcast by me? Who's gonna, I'm freaking 25 years old. I don't know anything about life. I've had a thousand mistakes. Like, why would, exactly why would I be, though. yeah, but that's why. Yeah. And like I said, whether I have two people listening to this or or two million, you know, of course I have goals to like have a big podcast and do all that, but that's not what it's about. It's about I'm I feel alive doing this. I feel alive working at the nutrition club. I feel alive watching somebody come into the business and change their life and be able to create freedom and like I feel alive doing what I'm doing. So the money comes or you know, whatever the the other goals are that comes with those things. And I have so many other goals, but it's like, if you're not doing anything that is fulfilling that person, that little girl that you were, that you wanted, what the heck is the point? Yeah. And I know you got to pay your bills. Like, that's why, you know, that guy that came in the nutrition club, like, he's working at a factory to bank money. And do something that he wants to do and he's doing the things that he wants to do when he's off of work and fitting it in the hours because that's what life's about. And, you know, especially for the people that are trying to make make it or do something with business or whatever. That's a, you know, you have to sacrifice to get to that point. Not, not ju- just because you are super passionate and you love it doesn't mean there's the thing that we're not talking about is the whole making it thing. There is luck. There's a part of luck. Like, you can work your face off and never make it. Like, there is some luck mixed in (laughs) to the people that, like, make it, I feel. But if you are really working on doing things that fulfill you, I think your whole life is going to be drastically different. I think that's that's the thing everybody's trying to get to. And whether they realize it or not, Mm -hmm. it's like... That fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, do the work. Do mm-hmm. Work on you. Work on what makes you happy. Work on the things that are going to get you there. Mm-hmm. Like, just do the work. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it be teaching or learning or traveling or taking photographs mm-hmm. or training dogs. Like, whatever the thing is, work on you. Do the work and do the work to get what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Like, the fulfillment. And you know the mentality that tra- probably just sets me off the most? Like you said, when you said, I'm probably too old for it anyway. Or I feel like most people say, oh, it's too late. Or what's the point? Like, I've heard people my age say that shit. Yeah. I've heard 25-year-olds say, I'm sure. Oh, my God, it's too late for that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? It's, and it's crazy because there's two sides of it. You can look at it and be like, there's so much life to live. But you can also look at it as you're not promised tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But with both sides of that, it's like, why not work towards 
that thing? Why not work towards what is going to fulfill you? Either way, whether you have till 24 hours left or 200 years in, in front of you, which, you know, that's exaggerating. But Which one do you have? Which perspective? I have both. I think uh, instead of being negative or positive, it's more of being real. Yeah. Like, uh, there's so much to life. There's so many things to appreciate and be grateful for and see and absorb and be a part of. But there's also that thing that's holding over all of our heads is there's there's no guarantee. There's mm-hmm. no guarantee that I'm going to have another five years to get to go travel to that place or go see that thing or paint that painting. See, that's the one. I use that one when I, the the habit loop of you can't do that, what will people think, it's too late. That's what I rely on. And I I feel like I tip very heavier that side. I'm, like I said in my stories the other day, I was like, I'm not trying to be morbid, but... I'm not going to give a damn about what these two people on Instagram say when, like, I don't freaking get a chance to achieve my dream tomorrow because I died. (laughs) Like, what? Like, you have to analyze what, who you're worried about, what you're worried about, and then weigh it. Yeah. Weigh it out. Weigh it. Weigh it out compared to, yeah. Just dealing with it. And it's like, if someone is making you feel that bad, because I've been in that situation where I'm surrounded by somebody or some buddies that are just, they make me feel less than. Like, sometimes people don't have to do anything, but some people just, you can tell they don't want you to be successful. They don't. They're... And that's where it comes in that you have to be your biggest yes. supporter. You have to give yourself the, the love and the happiness. And, and love them from you. a distance that they're at. Yeah. Because there's people that love you. Like, that has been the biggest lesson for me recently is there are people that you are one of the reasons that their life is better. And it's okay that that's not everybody. Yeah. And it shouldn't stop you from trying to achieve and trying to do things. Like, if every single person that wanted to write a book didn't because of somebody in their life that would roll their eyes about it or be like, they're full of shit because they treated me like crap. Like, then there would be no books because everybody has, there's going to be that. So it's like if if you're concerned about somebody feeling some type of way or make, the biggest one for my people my age is like, oh my God, people are going to make fun of me. If I start a YouTube channel, people are going to make fun of me. Who cares? Who gives up? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Who cares? And that's funny. That's easy for me to say because we all do it at the time. But what you need to do is surround yourself with people that are doing that hype squad thing. Yeah. And you need to go to YouTube and you need to listen to a young girl say, start the YouTube channel because look at me. And you need to read a motivational book and you need to meditate in the morning. And guess what? The next thing you know, you're starting a YouTube channel because you don't you don't care. And then... Well, it's coming back to surrounding yourself with the positive things and like read it, listen to it, hear it, eat it, be it, like everything. Mm-hmm. All the things. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, like, this is why I got so hyper-obsessed with personal development 
like this is what threw me into my personal development goals is I looked around my life and didn't see anyone's life who I wanted to emulate and that's out of no disrespect you know to any friends or family or anybody around me but I didn't have somebody that was talking to me about becoming my higher self like they weren't they didn't know they don't they weren't into that nobody knew nobody was reading personal development books or whatever so that whole the five you become the five people you spend the most time with I spent them like literally for five years straight and still now but literally all I did for five years I spent time with YouTube videos and books like that was the closest people in my life where people are dead (laughs) just like when when they say you're trying to to start a business or start something it's usually strangers that give you more support than the people closest to Mm -hmm. you and you can't fault them for it yeah you just have to accept what it is what it is Mm -hmm. and you gotta surround yourself with the positive things Mm -hmm. the positive people the positive words Mm -hmm. and that's like this podcast is a prime example. Like, I'm going to hype you up. So if you need to listen to this and then go do something, then do that. Like, you know, I can I can be your virtual friend or, you know, I've... The podcast that I've become, like, I've gotten so attached to how they think and, and enjoyed that. Um, I had to like step back something that you have to be careful of is I did so much personal development for a while that it was like hard to know what I actually felt about things because I was I was um, absorbing so much just immersed in it yeah so the taking the time to step back and actually think about your own personal childhood your own personal like wants and dreams like writing yourself like in a journal or whatever and just make sure that you're not reiterating what other people say but I don't think there's anything wrong with adopting a thought that you're like that freaking makes a lot of sense I believe that like that's how I that's that is a great perspective because there's been major perspective shifts for me I mean you and I have had lots of hard conversation perspective shifts that I didn't I only saw one way because of how I was raised what background I had what prior knowledge experience I had and to have somebody that can also challenge that and be like oh are you looking at that in a wrong way like have you thought about it in this yeah person's view or in mm-hmm. their shoes yeah and the in that context and I just I feel like I, I am a broken record but I just have this belief that life is so like you said there's so many things to see there's so many things to do and it's like we also pay a cost of pain and heartbreak and like tragedy and stuff like that because that is literally just part of the cost of being alive but why not do everything you possibly can to make your time here as best as you possibly can so that's why I'm in health and fitness and you're in health and fitness because I mean for one I'm like I'd be stupid not to take care of my body because this is the only one I have yeah and basics do you want to do you want to depend on, you know, if you get to live old, being in pain and 
it being a hard time to get around or do you want to be able to do the things that you want to do? Mm-hmm. So you have to take care of yourself now and start being conscious of the decisions you make. Mm-hmm. What about if people have no idea what they want to do? And start thinking about it. What's a good... So we're super deep thinkers naturally. So people that aren't, like how could... Here's how I feel. I feel like if you have no idea what you like to do, you are not trying enough things. Like, I, when I, I am always trying things. Like, a couple, not, um, I think about a year and a half ago or whatever, I just randomly started going to a hip-hop dance class. And I was obsessed with it for a straight year. And the only reason I didn't is we fell out of schedules or whatever. I'll still go back to it again. Yeah. I loved it. I loved hip-hop dancing. I wouldn't have known that if I didn't go. I might be the best painter on the face of the planet, but I've never tried it. Yeah. I might be a damn good guitar player, but I've never tried it. So I got enough that I'm passionate about already. But if I was not passionate about anything and I was like, I don't freaking know what I like to do. All I know is how to be a mom, how to be a wife, or all I know is that I've worked here for 20 years. Go try things. Try Go take something. a class. Go anything. Go somewhere and try something because you might hate it, and then you'll know. And yeah. you're not gonna. You're not and a you'll painter. Know, and then you cross it off your list and try the next thing. You might be like I'm. Keep saying painter because Jackie's a painter. So it's like, <laughs> what if you went to a painting class and realized like your freaking soul felt alive painting, <laughs> like and you just haven't painted for forty years. Like yeah. that could be people listening to this right now. Like you. Their passion to me, if if there is not passion, I don't want it. Yeah, exactly. Life period. Same, same. Like I am the whole like going through the motions of life. No, I would just just take me out. Like get get out of here. I can't. Like See, I, I just want to. I want to. I look at everything I do. Like what. People are like, what music genre do you listen to? I'm like, I listen to anything and everything that ab- that makes me feel freaking alive. Yes. So it could be like Black by Pearl Jam, or it could be like Megan the Stallion, or it could be it could be anything. It could yeah. be Drake, like it could be like Latin music that I have no idea what they're even yeah, saying. It makes you feel alive. Yeah. Anything that makes me feel alive, I'm doing. Same. Working out, See, being outside. I, I don't know how to react to somebody that would say they don't know what they like or they don't have a lot a of thing people that do that say i don't even a lot I of people even do that, that you know many people list, don't have hobbies my list of things that i love doing or that i would want to do if i could like if time was like not like limitless and all day like if i was a vampire and i didn't have to sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> just live forever there's so many things I would do all the time. I couldn't even name them all. But this circles back to where this conversation started. You know why I feel like people don't have things and know what they want to do? Because they're so caught up in the routine. And and part of their routine is scrolling and watching what other people are passionate about. And, and watching TV. And, and criticizing themselves. Yes. Oh, you can't do that. You look dumb. Or you can't do that. You know, what if... What if you get hurt or, you know, all the negativity instead of just saying, let's try it. And here's the thing. I love social media and there's people that I like to watch, like, and I'm, like, entertained by or whatever. But, for example, like, I watch this makeup YouTuber. I've watched her forever, Jacqueline Hill. I love her. And so many people are filling up any free time they have watching somebody else live a life that looks exciting to them. Yeah. 
Instead of trying something. Yeah, like, this is my challenge to you to, like, literally turn it off right now. Like, if there's a TV on, turn it off. And my challenge is for you to go do something new. Yeah. Or do something that is fun to you. And if you have no idea where to start, what did you do when you were five? Like, were you singing for people? Were you dancing? Were you painting? Were you outside? Were you roller skating? What were you doing? Blowing bubbles. Yeah, what were you doing? Go down a slide at the park. I dare you. And it looks, it looks, (laughs) it it manifests different. Like, I used to play school. I used to play teacher. I would lose my freaking mind if I was actually a teacher because of the way my brain works and the need to not have a boss and, like, the freedom aspect of being an entrepreneur. But the concept is there. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean it has to manifest the same way, but, like, what did you do? Like, my friend was obsessed with baby dolls, had every kind of baby doll. Like, it's all we did when we was there, when we were there. And you know what her greatest joy in life is? Being a mom. I bet. You know, it's like, what what did you dream about? Like, what is your doing? And the only other thing that I can think of that I've walked through or I've seen other people walk through is... Don't minimize it, whatever that is. Like, it doesn't have to produce something. It doesn't have to be It can be money. fun. It doesn't have to make money. It doesn't have to... Yeah. Like, the point is that you're living in a, a purposeful... You don't have to go save the world with this hobby. <laughs> <clears throat> like, with painting, there was times when I'd be like, I've got this canvas, but I, I gotta save it. I gotta save it to have the, the perfect idea of what I'm gonna put on it gotta be great you know so I'm just gonna I'm not gonna do it or you know I'll do it but I gotta keep working at it and uh, I follow a few different tattoo artists and one of my favorite is tattoos by Halo and he was like it doesn't have to be a masterpiece it doesn't have to be like something anybody else sees do it for you mm-hmm. and you know paint that picture and if you don't like it so what? Get another one or paint over it. But don't be so hard on yourself and so serious. Like, have fun. Live mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And I think the last thing I can think of about that is you'll know when it's so natural to you. Like, do you have to, like, does it stress you out to paint? No, it feels amazing. It yeah. feels so good to, like, just to get paints and put it on, look at the different brushes and different colors and mixing colors and and see how this goes or that goes and I just think it's zen it's just peace and it might sound silly but like me with a camera feels just as easy like I've gone into these conversations with people having opinions like you don't have to record your whole life. Like, you don't have to talk to a camera. Like, you're missing the moment when you take pictures of things and you're constantly recording. Or, like, me sitting here talking to you. This podcast could probably be eight hours long. Like, my ability to talk and and or, like, be on camera and record myself or whatever is, like, as natural as breathing to me. So, to me, it's not like I'm losing out on my life because I'm doing that. I have a passion recording things. Like, yeah. Like, I like the documentation of, like, for example, if we have, like, our gala, for example, like, our end-of-the-year business thing, everyone, you know, has a different feeling of, like, and I'm super passionate about being there and, like, enjoying and whatever, 
but I'm also super passionate about the memory and capturing it and the way that the art is of putting together a video and documenting that experience. Yeah. That is so important to me. Like the thought of going to something like that and not having a recap of it stresses me out. <laughs> and that's just who I am and I'm fine that I'm fine with that. So it's like if it bothers you that you think like oh, I'm being self-centered or I'm missing the moment or I'm not valuing like no, I'm actually just, I'm passionate about documenting this experience. Like, yeah. I'm the one who, like, freaking ruined my phone trying to record us surfing in Hawaii because I'd be damned if I wasn't going to get a video of it. <laughs> like, you can't take your phone out here, ma'am. I'm like, well, I, someone's got to record this because that's just who I am as a person. Like, I like the documentation of something. So, to me, that's natural. To other people, they're like, the thought of posting on social media makes me want to, no way. So, then you don't do that. Like, that's not you. You have to figure out who you are. And I'm in a forever learning process of being totally fine with whoever that is. And that's awesome. I mean, like you said, forever long. I'll yeah. be be on my, my deathbed being like, <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to love myself, Jackie. <laughs> like yeah you're supposed to do that shit i think this was great this was a great conversation jackie always is what's your um what's one thing off there that you could share that you're excited about putting on your dream board i'm excited about just getting to know myself better because i think it's a process like your your different stages of you all along the road of life Mm -hmm. and uh, it's a thing that I've kind of looked at differently recently is that I'm the author of my story Mm -hmm. like yeah things happen to you or for you but ultimately like I'm writing that story Mm -hmm. and it's it's exciting because I can be like you know what these are the things I want in my story and these are the things that are going to fulfill my chapters and, you know, at the end of my story, you know, what are the most important things from, for you to be able to say about my book? Mm-hmm. Like, I, my my most important thing for me is that I have a good relationship with my kids and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for that. Like, mm-hmm. my kids are the most important people in my life. My They're, like, my biggest everything. Like, they are everything like they give me joy and they inspire me to be a better person and I hope to inspire them to be a better person and I'm glad to be able to say like that's a big chapter in my life Mm -hmm. a big chapter in my book but um I like to be able to keep learning and keep bettering myself and be the best version of me for me Mm -hmm. So good, Jackie. What about you? Just want to drop What's one of your favorite things that you're about to put? So instead of the future, I think this is interesting. Just as you say, we're constantly evolving. So I have like, I don't even know, what, 10, 12 pictures or whatever. When did we do this? It's been a year. Yeah. Okay, so we did this like a year ago and we printed these pictures. And these pictures I didn't put on a board. failed at that. I didn't put mine on. Yeah, we we failed at actually completing it, but I did take a lot of time in picking out the things that I wanted. And from a year ago, 
I have a picture of a computer and a podcast mic because I want to start a podcast, so that happened. And and then I have a picture of this girl, just random girl, but the I picked this picture because she's got that moon tattoo at the say, same yeah. place. But her skin is just like completely clear and beautiful. And at a time when I print out this picture, my skin was an absolute disaster and like the hardest thing of my confidence emotionally I've ever had. So, like, I have clear skin right now, and you're literally listening to my podcast. So, it's, like, I guess the last the last thing that I have to say about this conversation is it is everything we've talked about is how, like, our lives are such a journey constantly. And it doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter how freaking, quote-unquote, messed up it's been up to this point. Because, you, like you said, you're, you can literally change at any point. And you wouldn't be where you are if you didn't hit those bumps on the way. Yeah. And it's like, take the time to think about what you want. And you don't have to cut out little pictures and post them on your mirror like we are. We're just that people. But, you know, if you're just think, actually take the time and think about it. Because it's like, these things I wanted desperately. And I printed out the picture and I thought about them. And I put, because I thought about them and because I printed out the picture, I figured out things. Like, I had to go on a medication to clear my skin, but I had put off going to the dermatologist out of, like, anxiety and fear for, like, months. Like, I had to actually take the action to go see the dermatologist, and then after that, in the span of that year, I I tried many diet changes. I tried regular products. I tried natural remedies. I tried, I did hormonal blood work, all of these things to the point that finally got me to the medication. So it's like, did cutting out this picture of this beautiful girl get me clear skin? Absolutely not. But it gave me a focus and intention of something I wanted. And I started putting in the action steps. Did posting the picture of this microphone make me do a podcast? No, but it reminded me of something that I wanted to do. And I had to do things. Like, I watched YouTube videos on how to do it. I figured out what equipment to get. I trial, error, trial, error. I took my own photos for my cover photo. Like, there's all these things that took a freaking year to do. But if I wouldn't have sat and thought about what I actually wanted, then I wouldn't have the things coming through. I wanted to say another thing really important is to take the time to appreciate exactly where you are right now, no matter what it is, no matter what that looks like. Be thankful, be grateful, because that's where you're at. And it doesn't matter, like, just love you Mm -hmm. and love you exactly who you are and love that flower that you walk past. Just don't take things for granted. Be appreciative, be grateful, and don't think take things for granted, and focus on the things that are important to you. Uh, a year ago, I know one of my things that were going to be on my board was getting a new back door to my house, and I achieved that just recently, and that is such an, like, I know it sounds silly to some people, but that was such a huge goal. Like, I have a huge list, but that was, like, one of the top things, and it feels amazing to be able to say Hey, I accomplished that. I got that taken care of. Yes. And I'm thankful for that. Yes. And I'm thankful to be able to put new things and be able to eventually mark those off also. Yes. And like you said, where you're at, it's like, even if you're like rock bottom or like 
secret compartment door to the basement of rock bottom <laughs> like it's okay it's okay because there's somebody else that's been to that rock bottom that chose to get up and i saw a meme today that said it hurts if you quit and it hurts if you don't so whether that you know what whatever that means to you like it it it's gonna be hard if you quit and just like reel it in and say I screwed up my life. It's gonna be hard if you don't, but you can have a way different. I'd rather it be hard and <clears throat> work towards something than be hard and just give up. Exactly. <clears throat> so hopefully this um gives you hope or you know, whatever. Yes. Entertainment. Be grateful, be loving, be love. And good night. And good night. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, kind of being a fly on the wall and hanging out with Jackie and I. I hope that you grabbed something positive from this and it uplifted you or at least made you laugh or giggle or something for our silly moments. But again, if you found value in this, if you could just share the podcast, I appreciate you for being here. If no one has told you today, I love you. You're doing great and we'll see you next week.